0: Hello, I'm David Sims. I'm Griffin Newman. I'm keeping up the tradition. Three episodes strong now of, of starting off each episode with the most orally uh, unpleasant yep. sound I People can make. People literally yank the headphone out of the jack.
1: Clones! Oh,
0: God. Welcome to Attack of the Podcast.
1: D- uh, David, Griffin and David present. Yeah,
0: so this is our yeah. this is ben, our podcast. Ben shaking
1: his head and laughing
0: at me, I don't yeah. know what our thing is called. <laughs> yeah, it's a, of the podcast. It's called either. It's called both. It's called whatever you want to call. It. Just don't call me Shirley. Hey, yo, boom! This clones. is the first
1: time we have met since one. Jake Lloyd was arrested for yep. speeding his pod racer down. Uh, I don't know uh, what the Boonta Eve, wh- wherever he it was did the
0: Bunta Eve Classic in South Carolina. And two,
1: you made a really really creepy graphic of uh, me leaning on your shoulder. Uh, for this podcast, it's, it's a wonderful guy. It's, oh, it's amazing, so good. I uh, love
0: it. I believe we're leaning on each other's shoulders. I guess
1: so. I, I'm sort of I'm behind you and kind of leaning on you. I guess, and yeah. you're leaning on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, sort two, of, we're the, entwined. We're we're it's the two of us as Padme and Anakin. I had never I did I had never seen that image before the uh, the image you were using to uh, get you uh, put our heads on, I assume it's Anakin and Padme. Like it
0: said. is, yeah. Well, much like the graphic that I uh, created, the the Obie award winning graphic that I created for the fans Podcast, yeah. I keep on winning Obies for these things I do it's from so the podcast. So strange that you win off Broadway uh, awards for these. We we do this podcast together. Then I spin off certain elements, perform them <laughs> on my own at the uh, Rattle Theater. One the <laughs> Rattlestick <laughs> Rattlestick for one night. They run for one night, and yeah. I win an ob Yeah, and, and then, it's
1: actually not nights in the daytime.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's one day only. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I found the photo shoots, like the promotional photo shoots for these two uh, uh, films are uh, very strange. They're like very stilted. They did a lot of promotional photo shoots where it's like two actors in front of a gray background and they're kind of just like trying to represent the energy of their characters. Because I'm trying to remember the promotion for
1: this film- Uh, You know, because as as we've acknowledged, like, ever since we remembered that this movie existed, like, our memories have unclouded a little bit, Mm -hmm. and we've remembered that we actually saw it in theaters a bunch, and, like, we're fully aware of its existence. Yeah, it's all coming back to us now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it had that classic Star Wars poster, like The Phantom Menace, this sort of big, painted, sort of, you know...
0: A a Drew Struzan original. Sure. I've never heard of him, but sure. Oh, he's he's the master of uh, the modern American movie poster. Um,
1: But then it also had this one with, like... Very dark, with Anakin like has his lightsaber, and he's got his back to Padme. They're not looking at each other, and it's like a Jedi a, so cannot never, know love. Yeah, yeah. Love like, is the last one. It's like right. a Jedi
0: can never know fear, nor blank, nor blank, nor
1: love. Oh, and uh, I don't remember what else. So, like the, the ad, like the advertising was not exactly
0: like uh, very eye catching. Like it sort of makes sense that the movie didn't make as much money. Uh, agreed. And made a lot less money. I mean, let's look at the final totals here, because uh, *Phantom Menace* was weirdly re-released in three D, right? Years later. uh, Yes. Uh, So that that we have to subtract that from the total. But I think theatrically in its first run in 1999, I would guess it made 430 million dollars. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if I'm right on this.
1: *Attack of the Clones* made. $302 Uh, three hundred and two million dollars at the box office. Oh I'm saying for Phantom Menace. I know Manus, Phantom right? yeah. Menace made okay.
0: four hundred and thirty one million dollars. You were okay. correct. Okay, so I was Bam. Right on there. And ah, the wow. Attack of the Clones was how much? Two hundred three hundred three hundred million dollars, three hundred and two. Okay, so, so pretty good, right in the nugget, but we're talking But it made six hundred and fifty
1: worldwide.
0: Uh, this is before the international market blow. I I love that we're starting out with such boring news. And Phantom Menace made a billion dollars worldwide. But that's also including the three D reversion. Fine. Um but there's a steep drop off between the two. Yeah. Uh a little bit of just I think maybe excitement being let out of the balloon. Yeah. And uh title being Attack of the Clones. And uh it wasn't it wasn't a good promotional campaign.
1: No, it's not it was not an ex- you were just not as there's nothing like, you know, there was nothing to grab onto like what he can't fall in love. Oh, let me let me
0: Incredible. buy my ticket and, now. And yeah. also that first movie was not good and people didn't want to see uh, the second ben movie. Ben well, reminds us. Controversial opinion from producer Ben, aka the Ben Dooser, aka Producer Ben, Hello a.k.a. Fennel. the Haas, aka Hello Fennel, aka the Poet Laureate, who scoop David oh, I don't know if you know this. I didn't. Today when we are recording this episode, which you're not here for at least five days because we record them about a week in advance. Right. Is Bum, 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 Ben's birthday. Wait, today's Ben's birthday? Today's Ben's birthday. <laughs> oh, happy yeah.
2: birthday, Ben. Thanks, guys. Aw, how old are you? I'm 30.
0: Woo! Yep. Nail it.
2: Yeah. Yep, 30 years old. So you are, what's today's? Okay,
1: wait, I'm trying to figure out what your zodiac is.
2: I'm a cancer. You're a cancer. Yep. Classic.
0: I'm pretty emotional today, too, so I'm living up to it. Great. Uh, um, how, how do you feel about uh, spending your birthday talking about Attack of the Clones? Uh, it's good. It's a good distraction. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: That's right. That's what all this is all for
2: all of us. No, that's I was looking I was looking forward to today. Yeah. That's good. Uh I'm excited to get to
0: relive Attack of the Clone once more. Once again for the second time out of 10. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be time. this is going to be a clones based episode. We're going to dig into the clones. But housekeeping, yeah, right. it's Ben's birthday. Check. Everyone send him a fucking happy birthday message Woo. a week from now when you hear this podcast. Hashtag send him a belated happy
1: birthday, fennel.
0: Yes. Yeah, great. Uh, please uh, bake him a fennel cake. Um, <laughs> Not a funnel cake, though. Not a funnel cake. No. Uh, it could be a fennel cake in the shape of a funnel, That's but fine. it has to be. But it must be made of fennel. Um, yes. Uh, that housekeeping uh, At least order 51 business. 51% of the cake must be fennel. I'd say 92. Majority. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow. Okay, yeah. wow. Uh, it will mostly be fennel uh, in the shape of a cake. That can be in the shape of a funnel. Okay, now no one's listening anymore. So now we can just say. Okay, now we can talk. We about so real what are you shape.
1: making at HBO? No, okay. uh,
0: so that's uh, Ben's birthday check. Uh, creepy graphic, planning to win another OB for it. Mm, a check was from will. promotional photo shoot. I think those are kind of like the random photo shoots they do during filming to then be able to like, they put in front of a very like color neutral background so that they could maybe replace it with sure, more exciting any stuff. Kind of backdrop. Make it a poster you sell at Walmart for kids. Sure. Um,
1: you know, it's always, you always forget like they record the commentary like oh, yeah. then, like before the movies come out basically. Yeah. They're already, you know, it's sort of weird to think that like that all has to get sewn up right away. mm mm-hmm. Uh, even if, like, you know, you might they must think while they're d- doing the commentary, like, God, what if this thing bombs? Like, you know, what if everyone hates it?
0: Well, that's like, uh, with with without invoking the name of my own personal uh, Voldemort, uh, I I once had to do an extensive uh, promotional campaign for a TV show that never made it on air with me in it. Woo! Uh, I did I did a lot of like yeah you you taxi did a lot of promo images sure, sure I sure. know what my face would have looked like on yeah, a subway. Boy.
1: Wow, I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird stuff. Mm-hmm. It's especially weird when it's just then burned and no one ever sees it. <laughs> but that was like two days of my life. Was like it's only two days. All right, all right. That's good to know. It's not, yeah. It doesn't take forever. No, I think if the thing actually happens, then there's it more. But that was yeah
1: um uh anyway
0: uh, also jake lloyd He yeah, so jake got lloyd to, ruining got his life
1: speeding down is it in south carolina where he got arrested it's actually a I really think it was North carolina. sad story south carolina
0: was was uh the two worst things that happened in the carolinas last week were the, the charleston shootings and uh jake lloyd getting arrested
1: uh jake lloyd you know it like as much as it there is a weird creepy irony to the fact that he's getting arrested for speeding mm-hmm. now that's um, pod racing. Uh, now that is pod racing, but like apparently he suffers from schizophrenia and he, really? he had attacked his mother because he's off his meds. So it's
0: really very sad. Who knew? I didn't hear that schizophrenia thing. You're getting this from TMZ. I'm getting it
1: from TMZ. So, oh you know.
0: Boy. Well, I went down a rabbit hole watching interviews with him. He still does like maybe one or two like sci-fi conventions a year. He'll do the big ones in other countries where they'll pay him more money and right. he gets to travel somewhere. And it doesn't somewhere. get
1: like uh, probably as widely dispersed in, in America. Yeah. yeah.
0: But there was, like, video of him doing one in, like, Ireland and him doing one in Canada, maybe. uh uh-huh. um, And they're from the last, like, 10 years. I was watching all these. And all of them, he's, like, very—the um... one from, like, five years ago, he's, talk... he's clearly a very, very wounded dude. And he's, like, 20 or 21 at the time, I guess. Yeah. I and... think I've heard of this. And he sort of says, like— the kind of my it. life is ruined. Yeah, yeah. Like the, high school was a lot of people yelling those lines back at me and calling me like a, a shithead for ruining a movie and like.
1: Poor
0: guy. I mean, look, we hate his performance. He's
1: a. It's a bad performance. It's a but bad. He's a child.
0: Yeah. He's a child, and I would we would never do that to him. We would never say this stuff to him in person. We no. just record fifteen episodes and right. unleash them right. in the public and the internet where they'll stay forever. Yeah, they are fully yeah. downloadable. Right. As That's, long as we keep up our SoundCloud yeah. SoundCloud payments. Uh, which, uh, that reminds me, Jake, if you could, uh, maybe send us a few more dollars. <laughs> we're coming up short our SoundCloud payment. Uh-huh. Um, no, but we're gentlemen. We would never say those things to his face. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll no, it sucks. it sucks. It sucks. Well, podcased them. Well, pod race them. Um. What's I, the other interview you watched, though? Wait. I the other one it. I watched was from, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it was all the questions, like, they were going, like, so, um, anything coming up in your acting career? And he's like, well, uh. I retired ten years ago, so oh, that was the last thing I did. And they keep on asking these things like, "So what about like a lot of child stars getting into like drugs and stuff? What, do you think you're gonna like?" He was asking what a question. They were the questions were that bad. Are you depressing? Like, yeah. so many people like you are. That's seriously what it was. Yeah. And he was like so defensively, like, "I'm just trying to live my life." Okay. And he goes like, "So what do you do now?" And he's like, "I'm into editing." And it's like, oh, okay. So is that as exciting? And he's like, well, I'm a different person than I was 10 years ago, and this is what I like doing now. I'm getting bummed out hearing you repeat
1: things that he said in an interview. Like that's yeah. how depressing this
0: is. The guy says to him, he asks him, he's like, uh, uh, so does it ever help with the ladies? Oh my God. And Jake Lloyd's like, what? And he's <laughs> like. God. Does does you he he being, doubles down. He's like, yeah. does it help with yeah. the ladies? And he's like, I don't understand why any lady would be interested in that. And he's like, so you don't play that card? Oh my god! And he's like, no, I don't play that card. And he's like, what? So you play the editing card instead? Like the guy backhands him by being like, oh you're oh so you're so serious as an editor now? Do you pick what up chicks cards by talking he about play? Now that's what I call <laughs> the pussy fingering. Like what? What is he? Who wants to? No one. Uh,
1: yeah, I, yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, poor Jake poor Jake but I, then
1: again it does seem like he's really in trouble now and well I didn't know it was that struggling.
0: bad oh and then the interview I watched a year ago the guys are asking him the questions are like as loaded but he just seems stoned out of his mind right it feels like he has dealt with this pressure by just being <laughs> by
1: medicating yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh boy
0: so he's like like chill to a fault about everything <laughs> Sorry Jake. Sorry Jake. Uh we we feel bad. Uh Yep,
1: but you know, don't don't drink and drive or speed or whatever it is he was doing. Yeah.
0: Uh also if you want to be a guest on the show, we would gladly.
1: Thank God. No way. No way? Okay. <laughs> you think so? I mean, I really actually would not. If from what you're describing, oof. Anyway, he's probably gonna. I,
0: I do want to get an actor from Attack of the Clones on this season. I've made it sort well, of a goal. But he's not of mine. In Attack of the Clones. I know. I know. Who would you want? Who would New you want? point. Rose Byrne's obviously the one I want. Well, would. I mean, that'd be great. Yeah. We talked about that. We talked about that. But uh, she's the best actor in the movie. That's not the best performance we'll in the movie. We'll come to that. We'll come to that. She's great right now. I mean, Rose Byrne's killing it. She's great in Spy. Everyone That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's the best performance in the movie. I'm How's saying she doing? is the best actor who happens to be in that film. Yes, yeah, sure, of sure, everyone sure. Who, in their present day state, she's doing the most exciting work. I mean, I'm just like running through. I guess you're right. Right. Yeah. It's kind of well. Natalie Portman. I'm excited
1: to see whatever she does next. Me she's too. Been but she's, she's been, a a been laying
0: dormant. Yeah. She had a baby. She's been laying dormant. Yeah. Uh, Black Swan. Uh, I think is a tremendous performance. One yeah, of the most deserving Oscar wins in a long time. Um, but but she's she's been laying kind of dormant other than Apart the, Thor, the Thor, movies. Thor movies, which I think she's very charming. She's fun continue. in. Yeah. Um, but Rose Byrne's doing the most exciting work of anyone who was in Attack of the Clones. I want to get someone on the show. Also, I, I think this season we're going to get more guests. Uh, we've been talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah? I think we want to up the guests. We got game. guests coming? I think we got some guests coming. Okay. I forgot to talk about it with you. But Ben and I have been talking about it. I've been talking to some people. We're going to, we're going to get some guests. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's exciting or not. Housekeeping out of the way. Let's talk about Dem clones. 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 This is the titular thing in the movie. So, uh, last week we focused on the first 25 minutes, which I argue are full of intense promise. yeah. I argue are full of like somewhat deflated promise.
1: Well, it's, uh, yeah, we already had this. It's idea. not graceful but it's yeah, 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 I, I you're yeah. saying it's, it's setting itself up for something interesting and then you know, blows it pretty much
2: within
0: a minute, minute 20 after 20. where yeah. we yeah. stopped yeah, covering like, yeah. last week. And and so we're going to we're going to cover a lot of that. I want to make it clear I, I like I I have a very real affection for this movie. Once again, it's just Maybe because I'm so excited to be watching a new Star Wars movie. Of course. But, but the movie does really, like, kind of fly off the rails. Right. Um, and it,
1: I'm trying to remember where it goes immediately from the you know the zamwesel attack and like what 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 immediately
0: follows well david interesting point uh, t- uh today um i uh in in one of the more uh, uh dubious financial decisions uh, in recent memory oh boy um, and you make
1: a bunch of those
0: i know i uh, spent 20 dollars getting attack of the clones on my iphone wow so you you're saying you purchased it uh on itunes or i already saying? own it on on blu-ray but i want to be able to as a work expense
1: yeah, sure. Just bill it, it to my the phone- UCB.
0: Yeah. Um, ben, can you take care of that? Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll just write it off. No problem. Great. Great. Happy birthday. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be able to watch certain scenes, study them, like, over and over again. So I have it here on my phone. Here's the Sam Wessel attack. Uh, uh, she's got a lizard face. Um, oh, that's Sam Wessel. Oh, boy. She's a changeling, that one. It goes to them talking. How surprising. To Yoda. <laughs> it goes to them talking. Oh, I see. Yeah, they go, it goes to them reporting back to the Jedi, the Yoda Yoda's Jedi in his flying chair, and they're recapping what we just saw happen. And we are getting, for the first time, a real
1: look in the Jedi Temple, not just their throne room, uh, you know, their circle of, right? But, like, we're, we're seeing inside the temple. I'm sorry, it gets to that. The, the, the immediate oh, cut the, is to the,
0: the room, room okay. and then it, and then it goes to, like, them in the hallways. You see the extended stuff with the floating chair and stuff. Oh, and
1: yeah, also Palpatine meeting with Anakin and and sort of
0: showing great interest. uh, Yeah, now they're they're floating shape. Well, so, okay, so the movie kind of splinters off at this point, right? Right. right. Everyone starts following their little threads. They start deciding, like, okay, Anakin, you're on Padme Detail. Padme Detail. Padme Detail. And it becomes this vaguely noirish detective thriller. It starts feeling like it's going in that direction where it's not the Anakin plot.
1: No. The Anakin plot immediately becomes like a teen romance, whereas the Obi Wan plot thinks it's like a noir detective, like, you know, yes. picking up the crumbs of the mystery. Uh, and there's one
0: scene, basically. No, no, no,
1: there's more than one scene. We're going to talk okay. about that today. That's what we're
0: talking about right yeah. now. The Anakin plot we're not talking about. It's a separate plot, episode. we'll get to that. Yeah, and what's interesting is for this chunk of the movie, the next, like, 45 minutes to an hour... We're cutting between these two things. But, like, dead on... like Because I, I was skipping through the chapters on my right. phone, the chapter breaks, and it's like... It's like one, one and the other. One, 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 one. Like, it's back and forth. You're not seeing any other action, and it's like... There's no cut back to the Jedi. I guess maybe that only just comes later.
1: There's always... You oh. know, this thread happening in the Jedi Temple between Yoda and Mace Windu where they're yes. basically just saying, like, something's up.
0: Yeah. That happens, like, I, I, it happens outside of this chunk. Yeah. This chunk is concentrated where it's just between those two forces. Right. No pun intended. Um, but. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about Obi-Wan. Yes. Picking up the thread of Kamino. Right.
1: And seeing where it takes him, so he
0: goes to Jedi. He's
1: got he's armed with one piece of information, which is Jango
0: Fett's little uh, uh, killing poison. Spear. His poison little dart, dart. but yeah. he doesn't even know this Jango Fett. He just goes like this dart. This came out. This killed this lady. It made yep. her into a changeling. She was very dangerous
1: and dead. Um, also, by the way, this is a world with lasers, which are untraceable. Uh-huh. Uh, why did Jango Fett not just shoot her head off with a laser? Well, he's old school. Okay.
0: He's a traditional
1: gotcha. bounty hunter. hmm Slash assassin. Like, literally, why didn't he just shoot? Like, you know, they're talking yeah. to her. He's standing, like, 20 feet away. Oh, and yeah. Why doesn't her head just explode yeah. from a laser bolt? Oh, yeah. Or those guns he has. Yeah. Whatever.
0: He's got cool guns. He's got laser guns that don't shoot bullets. You couldn't trace them. Yeah, you couldn't trace them. You'd Instead- still- Obi-Wan has something to work with. I know. Um, Jango Fett also, like, honor among thieves? Like, bounty hunters killing each other?
1: Do you think maybe that's why he uses it? Because he's like, I'll give you a... Uh- you know, an open casket death, basically.
0: I don't know. I mean, you're, oh, you're saying make the body look nice. Make you know, like keeping preserve everything. You know. Yeah, but still, let like, you turn to a gross alien hey, fucking lizardly.
1: Come on, that's her natural form. That's, well, is it? Well, we don't know. We don't know, and we are we won't know.
0: She's a changeling. Does that mean she can change in anything, or that's her? I, I guess because she died, that's her natural. Form. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, so she dies. Obi Wan takes the dart to the Jedi Council. Yeah. They're like, okay, Anakin. You fucking get on Padme Detail. Obi-Wan, figure this shit out. Right. Something weird's going on. Uh, Yoda and Mace Windu have disclosed that the force is weakening, that their power They disclose. Do they disclose it to
1: Obi-Wan or do they just talk amongst they themselves? They talk to themselves. Which it is a monumental piece of information That's that they really are not sharing. And no. I think yeah. that it's supposed to be a mistake. I th- I don't think that George Lucas is an idiot. I do think that he's trying to show us like, you know... There's something rotten at the car- core of this of the Jedi Enterprise here. Like, Obi- you know, they I mean, Mace Windu and Yoda, they know something's up and they can't
0: admit it, you know. A- and Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the Force. And right. so far, things have only gotten worse. Yeah, they're like, bring balance already. Jeez. But it's also this tension of, um, they say, like, should we tell the Republic? Right. And they're like, look, the only people who the know Senate, right now right. that our Force is weakening— are us and whoever this fucking mysterious Sith Lord is. Right. This phantom menace. Because he has the Force, too, so he can feel it, that we're weak. Yeah. We don't want that information getting out to anyone, because it'll start spreading. And the idea, I guess, is that this, as the Sith power grows,
1: their power is... Is sort of eaten away. Maybe is that the I th- idea? I think that's maybe the vague yeah. idea. I don't know.
0: And, and then and then also, it's like they don't want an army. The force is always super vague. And super the problem
1: vague. with this is, it feels like a total story contrivance because it's like you've established they have magical future powers, basically. Right. So it's like, oh, they're not working. Tap tap tap. Side of the TV It's all fuzzy. <laughs> like, oh, uh oh, you know, like it just it feels like an annoying contrivance to. Explain away why the Jedi can't solve uh, their problems.
0: Yeah, it either needs to be explained a lot more or a lot less. But,
1: yeah, <laughs> the like, Force is not very well explained, but you're right. Yeah. We get a little too
0: much, right? And then we're like, whoa, what? What can and can't you do? Right. You know, like saying, like, okay, if they just explain the Force by being like, okay, the Force is is uh, you know a power that binds together all yeah, things life in the energy, right? right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. just a really sort of vague but like powerful sort of like mystical. Explanation and then after that, you just saw its effects. That would be one thing, but like Phantom Mass makes it very clear this is a blood disorder, it's a blood disorder
1: (laughs) that like 0.1 of 0.1 percent of the world of the universe has it or something. Yeah, yeah, you've got little biological entities in your bloodstream eating life energy from the fabric of the universe. But wait,
0: wait, wait, little boy, don't start crying. The good news is. Those things in your blood can help you push things without touching them. You can jump very high. (laughs) You can feel. You can feel when a worm is going to eat a lady,
2: and
1: then you can burst into a room and slice it off. But
0: only feel it like five seconds before
1: the worm eats the lady. Also, you're never going to
2: love anyone.
1: Also, you cannot get married. Yeah. Yeah, those little boners you've been getting, like, you're going to have to deal with this.
0: Uh, Why, Master Qui-Gon? Because the Force makes it impossible for me to physically love a woman? Uh, No, I just... uh that's, That's just, the, just rule. the rules. Now that uh, you have the Love force, leads
1: to anger, anger leads to hate. They don't yeah. even really say
0: it. Do yeah. they say it? Well, we're getting into that later.
1: Yeah. We're following Obi-Wan on the trail. You gotta stay focused. Of this Camino. We're trying to
0: talk about clones. Okay. So he has this dart. He goes to them. They're like, we don't know. Look into this. Who's the first person he's going to turn to? Obi-Wan is a giant knight. He's well-traveled. He's well-learned. He, he must know everyone in this whole galaxy. Who Who is he going to ask of anyone? for Answers to find out where the dart came from. Mm-hmm. His good old roly polied, <laughs> mustachioed, dinosaur friend, Dexter Jetster. We have now completed my holy trinity. Trinity, yeah, isn't it a duology? <laughs> well, it a... well, it's uh, two new characters entering my t- holy trinity with the existing Wado who, re- who returns. We'll talk about Wado's appearance later. Wado returns in a greatly diminished role. I'm not super but happy with, with a, his performance. But with a greatly improved hat. It's <laughs> <has> a great <laughs> little hat.
1: <laughs> he goes from no hat to hat.
0: It's <laughs> a great little
1: hat. Uh, yes, Dex Jetster. <laughs> Dexter the owner Jetster. Of Dex's Diner. They call him Dex for short, but his name is Dexter Jetster. He is a Besalik, a Bessalic, uh, which is an entirely CG multi-armed, what are they? Like four forearms. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you've got it's sort of like dino legs, it's sort of like a, a big lizardy guy and then this sort of huge flapping uh waddle like under the neck, you know, like sort of a big uh throat pouch. Well, let's call it what it is. He's got a frog face. He's yeah, got a, he's a, a goddamn
0: frog face. He's a he's a frog. He's got a frog face, he's got a wide mouth, he's got a big gullet. He's got sort of wide-set eyes and then he's got a weird incongruous mustache.
1: Yeah. I hate the mustache.
0: I love the mustache. I
1: would I would be more on board with this if the mustache was gone.
0: I wouldn't even give a shit about him if he didn't have the mustache.
1: <laughs> no, you'd still care because he's still got this like, you know, it's still a like kind of a cute idea. Like he's got like the stained diner. Like apron and white shirt and, you know, he's like, you know, Ben is just shaking his head. It is pretty gross.
0: No, but this is an important point we're getting to. We had complained about on the Phantom podcast. Yeah, no fun. No fun, A, but B, how there's so little within this universe that is relatable. Right. Right, nothing with any kind of uh, real grit to it, but but also with sort of like clear um, analogies to the world we live in. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like even if you're doing crazy sci-fi, doing crazy fantasy, whatever it is, we want to. If we don't have characters who we can relate to emotionally, because they're all fucking steddie stoic Jedi monks, steddie joic monks, steddie joic monks. Uh, hashtag steddie joic monks and tweet that to Rachel Dolezal. Um, <laughs> Uh, then you want, like, elements. You want to have, like, the ships not work properly. Yeah, sure. You want to go, like, oh, this is the sci-fi version of this kind of place. Yeah. It's why I like the Dregs of Coruscant that we saw uh, in the first 25 minutes. They're not that dreggy. Midtown that's my Coruscant. With them.
1: Well, but that's my problem with them. They're not They're not draggy enough. They still have, they feel a little fake because this
0: whole movie is shot on green screens. I agree, but it's still a city. I like that it's a city. Me, me, me. The whole mean? planet's a city. Yeah, but the rest of it's like this dumb Jetson city. The whole planet's a city. I like seeing people walk around, throwing out death sticks, rethinking their life choices. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so we get to this diner.
1: Dexter Jetster.
0: Dexter Jetster feels like, visually, even though he's an alien, he's got the mustache, he's got the greasy shirt and the apron, mm-hmm. he's got a big old belly. He looks like the alien version of a uh, you know, pops's diner owner. You yeah, know? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's... Um He's like, uh, what's? I uh, know you keep talking. I can't remember what I'm trying to think of the analog for him. Uh, the, well, he knows everybody, you know. Like everybody. that's the idea, right? Like yeah. he's just like friend to all, enemy to none. But he knows the more uh, grimy side of things as well.
0: And he's kind of underworld, tough yet jovial. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like like friendly, but he doesn't mince words and he doesn't suffer fools. But it's such a bad scene because Obi Wan is it's such so a good stiff.
1: Scene. Like. He, you know, this is supposed to be, I think, a yeah. really nice humanizing moment for Obi Wan where it's like, yeah, sure, he lectures Anakin for like losing his lightsaber or whatever, you know, and he's he's a bit of a stern teacher, but like, here we see him, like, kind of like the Death 16, but more expanded, uh-huh. where he's like, Dex, how you doing? They're it's like, me, old Obi-Wan. Pals. yeah, they're chilling out. And Hugh McGregor cannot like take it down. He can't, he cannot, he do, He just feels so stiff in that scene. He probably was also
0: acting against... A tennis ball. Literally nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's the whole problem with the movie. That is
0: the problem with the movie. There's nothing for him to uh, act against knowing that uh, Georgie Porgy in his ways uh, knowing that it was 2002 shot in 2000 that we hadn't sort of made the advancements we had in motion capture we've been realizing like hey it's helpful to have the actor on set interacting yeah, with the other actors the, yeah. and then CGI over them so that there's actual performance there, and that wasn't happening. I we don't I know for sure. Don't but know, probably but not. I would be all but certain. Yeah. We'll have to wait until we listen to the commentary. Oh, we can't wait for that. But um, I I would be all but certain that there was just like a grip off screen going. Reading oh that, yeah, know. I was mining in the outer rims.
1: And this is a character with a lot of like he's got a funny voice, a lot of character to him. You know, he's he's uh he's a real uh, you know real uh, quirky guy. He's
0: got a lot of personality, and he's given out a lot of warmth towards Obi Yeah, Ben loved that for some reason. Ben is. Yeah, Ben Still loved laughing. me saying, a real uh, quirky guy. Love that. It's a yeah, birthday present. That. Happy yeah, birthday, yeah. Ben. Happy birthday, Ben. Oh, thank guys. Um, if This actor's given it a lot, mm-hmm. and you feel like if Ewan McGregor was getting that much to work off of, he would have played it very differently. If he knew. Hopefully. One one imagines. One imagines.
1: But I mean, my whole problem with uh, with Ewan in this movie is just that I feel like he can never, he's supposed to have a little more fun, he never settles into it. And maybe it is the problem with the direction and the filming style oh, and all that. Sa- save it for the performance review. All right. Jesus Christ. What can I talk about? No, Clones! No. So we're talking... I just okay. I'm looking up decks on um,
0: Wikipedia. Any interesting information?
1: You know, he met Obi-Wan first when Obi-Wan was a Padawan. Um, really? So they go that far back? He was running a bar in an Outer Rim world and... Uh,
2: he was running a bar... God. And then he... I'm o- sorry. I just... A mad! It's a space movie, and we're in a fifties diner. Okay, I like talk she's about a it. short order cook. What is going on? <laughs> I want what, what does Obi Wan order? I don't remember. Do they eat anything? No,
1: they don't eat anything. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. I wish Obi Wan could be like, get me some fried crack, crackle the, eggs. This is important. Like <laughs> yeah,
0: they're green. <laughs> lest we forget, this movie takes place a long time ago. True. So in you're a saying
1: far, far away. The argument is that Dex actually set the mold for the 50s diner. Yeah,
0: because we walk in here and there's like some sort of like like, like very 50s, like doo yeah. kind of like music playing on yeah. the jukebox. it's like a railroad diner in the 50s. Yeah, right. I mean, the styling it might as well be like Pleasantville. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a Happy Days set. We should talk about Pleasantville. Oh, I love Pleasantville. Such a good movie. Uh, it, it looks like a Happy Days set. And the first thing we see when we enter the diner is this like waitress. She's got like one roller leg and she's like painted red and she goes like oh honey sit anywhere you'd like oh
1: right I forgot about that that was a real Jetsons moment that's a yeah. character right out of the Jetsons right yeah the kind it's down to the wheel like yeah. where it's like we've seen like floating robots we've seen robots with like legs like why does this robot so it's like kind of junky like that you know but that's, the design
0: I like that. she is very much like a 50s design of how a robot would look also painted to look like she's wearing 50s clothing right. also talking <laughs> also the talking like yeah. she's from yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it,
1: it's so Jetsons that you want her to go like ding ding like yeah. you want there to be that sound effect of the those sort of blinking noise they make right yeah but this is
0: like a real down homey place down homey uh Dexter Jester perhaps created a fifties culture <laughs> yeah right he established it um, he that that in fact what we identify as being the fifties culture was a throwback to what Dexter had done. A long time ago in a galaxy far far away, anyway, so their
1: relationship, according to Wikipedia, had endured over the years, and they kept running into each other. He you know had always dreamed to open a restaurant on Coruscant, I guess, so he
2: achieved his dream. just count it, and uh yeah, you know he uh he didn't model it after anything. he came up with an original idea for a restaurant, <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs>
1: As far as Wikipedia knows, he's still alive and cooking. You know, he doesn't have some tragic end in the expanded universe where it's like he got you know shot in the head by a space assassin he you know bled out or whatever. Like he's he's just running his diner.
0: I do appreciate that he actually has a Wikipedia entry after our our face plant of last week, in which every character we looked up had like one yeah, sentence one written line. about them that yeah, just no, describes what chunk. we saw in there's the movie. There's a chunk. That's nice. Someone there's some isn't comic book material
1: on. about him, I oh, think, because
0: you got some panels from some comic books oh that's tight yeah it's tight that's real tight um what was i gonna say here's another element of dexter jazzer this might just become the dexter jazzer episode no we're gonna talk about clones but he's my favorite character in the film um we see the diner it resembles a sort of 50s americana iconography that we know then the next thing we see is the waitress uh, uh honey sit where you'd like like she says honey which is a kind of like you know, colloquialism that we haven't heard. That's true. That's true. Everyone talks so formally in these films. Right. Like, in like, but that, it's so jarring. Yeah. Okay. So she's got the We're accent.
1: 20, 40, 40 minutes on this fucking diner. scene before you get to the
0: fucking clone, this might just be a diner episode. Ah, Diner. <laughs> Um, so, okay. It's is the set. most
1: shocking scene in the film in right. that
0: way. Like, you're just like, whoa, wait, 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 yeah. wait. wait, wait. He yeah. goes, I'm here to see Dexter Jetster. And she goes, Dex, sweetie, someone here to see you. He turns around. We see him. He's got the greasy shirt, yep. big belly, mustache, wide smile. Ah! We're like, okay, here we go. And then his voice comes out, and I cannot. I, I've now watched the movie maybe five times. I cannot place his accent. Yeah, it's true. What is that accent? Because you're sorry right for him who's to go the, like, Yeah, hey, Obi-Wan, you fucker. How's it going? Like like for him to have an accent that matches the voice of the waitress <laughs> and he does not. The actor is Australian, but yeah. it almost sounds like he's playing it Scottish. He's yeah no, a, oh he, 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 wow! You're, uh, you, you're not doing it
1: right, but you're close-ish. Like it's I know so what you hard mean to there's so, right. There's so many, which maybe that's a good idea. Like he's a melting pot. Yeah, don't have him just sound like like some Brooklyn like chef. Like you know, like don't find make it hard to place him. He is an alien after all.
0: He's got like a Scottish like brogue, but with the sort of like inflections of uh, an Australian. But he's ostensibly doing an American accent. Right, right. It's who, it's interesting. Who is the actor? I looked him up. He's like an Australian character actor. He hasn't done a lot. The voice is great. I mean, he's got an amazing, like, robust... Great. It's it's okay. I'm not saying it's... Well, once again, save it for the performance review. But I'm just saying that he does have this booming, powerful voice. Like, there's a lot of personality there. Ronald Falk, that's oh, his name. Oh, boy, Ronald Falk. I'd fuck you so hard. Mm. I don't know about that. I get four hand jobs from his four I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, he would be. He'd have a lot. He could do a lot. He
0: could do. Is he? What? What are some of his other cuts?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of Australian TV shows, uh, including the damnation of Harvey
0: McHugh. Yeah, I I don't have much for you. Okay, let's get back to the meat of what he says because there's a lot of interesting information conveyed here. He's like, "Oh, this dart, you know, it comes from a Camonian Camino." Okay, Camino. Well, Well, splitting here. Mm. splitting mustache hairs um and he's like camino and he's like what what's that and he's like it's a far out planet it's a good good place to go if you like cloning it's a planet of cloners he the whole planet does one thing all it does is clone and he describes it as being like way off the mat, way beyond
1: off the, the outer rim yeah and, like, yeah, really, really, really secretive.
0: Oh, this is a big detail. He says he knows about it because he found it in his prospecting days. Yeah, right. He was a prospector. Okay. Working in the Outer Rim. Right. Found right. this planet. Was like, what's your deal here? They're like, we clone. He's like, what else? They're like, nothing else. And he's like, cool, That's all I got for you. I'll come back if I ever need clones. So, um. And he says, like, they're, they're you know, a, a little reserved. Yeah, they're a little people. formal. You know they judge, and he goes, "How do you win them over?" And he goes, "It's about, you know, the strength of your manners and the size of your pocketbook." He says something like that with like a smile, with like a sly grin. They are
1: south of the Rishi Maze, which is a, a satellite galaxy orbiting the
0: galaxy. So, so. I, I, you know, he's interested in this. Yeah, he of goes, course. "This is from a bounty hunter," mm-hmm. but it's also from a kimono. Kimono. Okay. Jesus. He's wearing a kimono. Uh, no, the next character we see is wearing Camino. He goes to the the Jedi Temple Archives. That's right. Goes to the library. Talks to Now just just so I'm clear. Mystical
2: fighting order, right? jedi hmm. Jedi's. Mm-hmm. Yep. They put this one guy on the case. One guy. Yep. Okay. He goes to a forensics expert, let's say. Sure. His buddy at a fifties diner. Yep. Right. Okay. And now he's going to the archives. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So Armed this, with the-, the knowledge that this is from the planet Camino. Great. Yeah. All right. Right, I just wanted to make sure that's that... That's the thread
1: so
0: far. I mean, when you put it like that, Ben, it sounds great. Yeah. It sounds, though, like a ridiculous detective movie. It does. Yeah, yeah, it's it does. so
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the basics of it. You know, yeah. there's not a lot of intricacy to it. It's like they get the assassin, the assassin dies, the dart uh, where does this point to, Camino? All right, you know, like well, th- that's the they're thing. moving pretty quickly. Uh,
0: up until this point, you're like, maybe he's gonna have to keep on searching, and we're gonna see every time we cut back to Obi Wan, he's in a different place, talking to a different person, right? Meeting all different, you know? No, nope, but I like the direction it's going into. Up until this point, goes to the library. Jacosta Nu, Jacosta Nu, good old Jocasta Nu, wearing a, a kimono. She is the Jedi librarian, and she's got like chopsticks in her hair. She's got chopsticks in her hair. Um, she's a real fuddy-duddy fun fact about Jocasta New nope I got aren't one for you are any of those I got one for <laughs> go you go ahead little merchandise spotlight Jocasta New was a made into an action figure only a couple years ago after rampant fan demand she was no joke the most demanded unmade Attack of the Clones character why? I don't know, but fans are going, Bizzer-. they were just kept on sending emails going, make us Jocasta new. And they were like, it was 13 years ago, get over it. She's also, like, so annoying.
1: Yeah. Like, she, to me, represents everything that sucks about the Jedi, which is, like, Obi-Wan is like, uh, Kamino is missing from the our Jedi archives. Like, it's this planet should be here, and it's not here. And she, rather than, like, say, like, wow, that's weird, she's like, if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. She's throwing a lot of shade. Like... She can't accept the uh, that the integrity of her system could have been breached, so instead a whole
0: planet must not exist. But she also says it with like a kind of mean girl, like, well, if it's not in here, then it doesn't exist because I do my job correctly. Yeah,
1: Obi-Wan should be like, yo, there's been a breach. Like, You should be fired. Because he goes to Yoda, and Yoda runs the question by a bunch of
0: six-year-olds, and the six-year-olds are like someone deleted it. Yeah, <laughs> Like, the six-year-olds can figure it out. Yeah, he's like, how... If there's a planet that's not in the library, how can it exist? And a six-year-old's like, well, someone took it out of the library. In, that's the- by the way, one of the most
1: wrenchingly awkward, like, it takes forever. notice being so sweet and sickly. Yeah. And Master Yoda, someone from the Jedi Arc I love cast. those kids. I love those uh, little you're, Jedi you're, you're, this is. I think there's more tension between us this time. Like, yeah, you're a little on the <laughs> side of Attack of the Clones Wars. I'm like a little
0: pissed off at it. You're definitely a little pissed at it. I I'm- was
1: so pumped for it, and then... Yeah. It was a really annoying disappointment.
0: I'm charmed by so much of it. Mm-hmm. But I get that. Yeah. Um so they I tell him, they tell him uh it's not in there, right? And, uh, yeah, they, they tell him it's not in there. Yes. Yeah. How does he find it then? I already forget how he then finds it. Um I guess he just goes there. Yeah, there's like no real
1: explanation. Everyone's He's, like well, I mean, because it's like he knows where it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, oh, right, right. The question wasn't he was trying to find the location. He was trying to find information so he didn't have to take a whole fucking trip to get there. He was trying to see, like, hey, is there a number I can call? Is there, like, an email address? And they were like, nope, you just got to go. An email address. <laughs> Dexter's told you it's in the outer rim. Just keep on yeah, driving. He says it's here. It's next to the, yeah. the what's it called? Uh, the maze. The um, next to the old prospector mine. Yeah, the Rishi maze, which yeah. is some you know, which is a, a galaxy within a galaxy. I have no idea like what it is. It's a, a couple a, parsecs away from there. He says
1: that. Yeah. And so Obi Wan is like yoink. There's nothing here. <clears throat> yeah. I guess someone hacked our archives. No one deals with that information. By yeah. the way, this is, should be a monumental because the way she's acting is like that would be impossible. Wow. Maybe there's a mole in the Jedi organization, guys. Entire
0: planet not there. Not possible. The planet and Yoda, doesn't exist. Yoda
1: shares this information with some six-year-olds and yep. no one else.
0: It doesn't spread. <laughs> Yoda has, like, this real fear of shit leaking this whole movie. So he's like, I'm only talking about this with whoever's in this room right now. But with them, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it openly, <laughs> but then never tell anyone else, you fucking six-year-olds. Um, So
1: uh, Obi-Wan goes in a really cool little ship. Yes. We should talk about that ship. With yeah. The, the
0: sort of ring engines. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. Then he me, detaches from it. It reminds me of like a, the ship in like Interstellar. There's the same uh, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, where there's yeah. like the ring around it, and then the, right. the ship there's is like able to shoot off of that. And yeah, then, right. Exactly. It can leave it. It's a great looking ship. It's red. Mm-hmm. He's got a droid in there, R4, something, something like that. Uh, R4, something, something. Yeah, I um, can look it up. They they go to the planet. They land. Now, a lot it's, of the planets we've seen in this Phantom Menace universe are themed. Oh, we got a desert planet. Coruscant's a planet where the entire planet is a city. That is true. Naboo is more foresty.
1: Yeah, Naboo is perhaps the most diverse looking planet. Yeah. It looks It's kind of earthy, kind of a yes. nice earth. Yeah, uh, this You're is, right, the others are all just one thing. Desert.
0: City. This is the water planet. This is water. This whole planet Oceans. is pretty much water. They don't say it, but you, you see it and it's really overcast. Yeah, it's like dark as night. It's stormy. Yeah, it's raining really hard. It's how you know it's a weather planet because it's a planet where it never stops raining apparently, Um, and it's the whole thing's covered in water. And all the buildings are like Jetsons buildings. Yes, like they're like on sticks elevated above the water. And there's these they're they're sort of like. Saucer shaped,
1: yeah. Like they have that kind of '50s, '60s sort of world of the future designed to them, right? Right. And they look like
0: the CN Tower in Toronto. Yeah, and yeah.
1: there are. This seems to be a planet. Yeah, it's just like oceans, giant whales, yeah. and then these these very elegant little buildings. Yeah. So he jumps inside, mm-hmm. and they're but, like, just to say, yeah. it's it's on that noir thread of like, you know, how it's always like raining in noir. Movies, oh yeah, right. So. Right, he goes to a planet where it's always raining, except then he goes inside like an iPod, basically.
0: Well, this is where the, the whole, whole set looks like an iPod. The mystery thing falls apart at this very moment. It's the worst. Because it feels like, oh, uh, it's rain, he's going to review this person, they're going to lead him to another person. Right. This he's, is
1: where it falls apart. The whole movie, I would argue, yeah, falls he apart. There is no moment. work yeah.
0: after this point. Everything I'm charmed by in this movie happens before this very point. And from then on out, I, I'm frustrated with this film. Yeah. There's still a lot I like. Overall, I'm not crazy about it. But but the movie falls apart. He in walks argument. in to, I guess, just like
1: the front entrance of the yeah. planet. It's yeah. the visitor center. That's it's what a, I assumed. I, it's,
2: yeah. Is
1: this the whole planet? Like, oh, yay. Welcome to the entry desk for Camino the Planet. Do, Doesn't even
0: ring the door. Walks no, in walks immediately.
1: In a Camino in. Uh, c- c- I don't know how you... Uh, uh Tonwee, I believe is her name. Her name, name. is Tonwee, and she is a, you know, they're these sort of tall, spindly, beanpole, white aliens with long necks, kind of similar to Yariel
0: Poof, but yeah. not his species, right? But with, like, a huge kind of classic... Like, facially, they look like your classic kind of, like, green aliens. I guess so. They have, like, big, like, entirely black... Eyes, giant eyes. Yeah. Oval eyes. Kind of cool tiny eyes. Mouse, I like the yeah. eyes, because they...
1: they They have, like, sort of stars in them. You know, the eyes look like little uh, space.
0: I I will say, this is a film that has not aged well technically. Nope. The CGI is awful. Yep. I would argue these yeah. two characters look great. The design on them is pretty solid. But even in close up, the detail work yeah. is really strong. Uh, the lip syncing is not great. I think because the lips were so small, and they didn't have enough. Yeah, their mouths just flexibility. Their moves clothes, are just yeah. kind of Muppet move. But but they look amazing. They look good. The only problem is they're so boring. They're the most boring
1: because they're just like, "Welcome. How are you doing? You're I, a Jedi Master, aren't
0: you?" The big reason I I bought the film was so that I could rewatch these scenes like three times on the train ride here because sure. every time I watch watch it. I just get so entranced by how they look and so bored by what they're saying that I just don't pay attention. Yeah. But but I've now watched it like 6 times today. So here's here's the basic thing they recount to him. "Hey, your order is ready." <laughs>
1: it is literally like he shows up. He does not identify himself. He does not say no. like uh my name's Master Obi-Wan Kenobi, but you know, uh he's just like, "Hello." And they're like, "You're the Jedi." You ordered those clones 10 years ago. The Jedi's dress.
0: They go, oh, that order 10 years ago. You're finally here to pick it up. It's just about ready. We've been waiting for you, pretty much. They lead him in. They bring him back to uh, Lama Su. Yeah, who's like, I guess, the the prime minister. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "Your order, it's great." So there's the, those are the only two we ever meet. Yeah, we never see another one. You see Can in the see distance others, others training the little clone. All boys. right, but okay. those are the only two we really meet. You, they're like tiny in a wide shot. You see some other ones going by, but um, they essentially go like, "Okay, so your order. I mean, do you want us to ship it? Do you want to take it to go? Credit or debit? Like, <laughs> except PayPal? Like, they're going over." They, and Obi Wan's like, "Hold on, one yeah, second. He's like, Excuse me." what 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 were
1: what you we talking about? And they're like, Oh, well you don't know what we're talking about. But let's just explain the whole thing to you, even though it was obviously done in total secret.
0: Right, and they're like, you're Sifo-Dyas, right? Yeah, you're Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas? And he's like, nope, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. And they're like, okay, well, you know Sifo-Dyas. I'm sure you work with him very closely, that order he placed." And he's like, uh, Sifo-Dyas has been dead for a, a while, yeah. I guess the implication is he died around the time of The Phantom Menace. Yeah, because Phantom Menace it took place 10 years, 10 years, years earlier. Yeah, so yeah, sometime yeah. with another character we never saw or, or heard referred to in The Phantom Menace is now dead. And they go, he placed an order for... An army of clones, <laughs> and I wish they
1: told us. Not that credits, we know it like how yeah. they exchange, but like it must have been for the most ungodly amount of money. Yeah, he he. They've grown a planet of clones, right? For for the Jedi's, I guess, right. or the Republic. Well, they say or someone. yeah. They
0: say who are the who's the army for? And they go the Galactic Republic, of course. It's like oh, interesting that Galactic Republic that's now voting fucking, on an army, right? right. They have and this order was placed ten years ago by a Jedi. Uh, Here's how most uh, uh, countries, nations work when they want an army. They go, hey, uh, d- does anyone want to be in this army? Right. Or they- will pay you, perhaps. Dra- or they draft you. They or go, they're hey. like, it's the law for you to be in the army. Right. right. They don't go, let's make people to make an army. If <laughs> in you want. secret. Right. Now, we've seen some droid armies up until this point, but they're not great. No, they, they, they're they pretty problematic.
1: They're governed from like a central computer. You blow up the computer- uh, droid army's dead. Also,
0: they're glitchy. Yeah, they they're They shitty. walk like babies with poop in their diapers. <laughs>
2: they
0: do. I mean, anything that can be beaten by Jar Jar Binks is not really worth putting out in the battlefield. It's a real disaster. Yeah. So, this army, we learn, has been cloned from
1: a bounty hunter named Django Fett, a yeah. Mandalorian. Uh,. Great idea! Build an army out of like a renegade assassin. Like that's a great you know stock to build from. Okay,
0: I mean, I this is obviously we're told they've been programmed to be obedient. Basically. But we got we got to dig into this more. It's it's <laughs> this is insane. This is the craziest concept in the entire movie. So so just just to to fill in the blanks here. So they go. Cipher DS. He goes. The guy's dead. and He goes. Well, I mean, would you like to see the army anyway? <laughs> right. Look, we built the damn thing for you. We'll give you a tour, right? Because Obi Wan doesn't let on that he like doesn't want it. Yeah, he's just
1: like, he kind of starts playing along, and yeah. I suppose that's going with the noir element, where he's like stumbles into a situation, but yeah, he can kind of... Yeah, that's a play cool. But like, I mean, it is not a convincing performance.
0: Right, but they're kind of like, oh, I'm so sorry, no one told you. Cifo-Ti uh, has placed an order, so you you can just pick it up now. They don't even ask for like, an ID card. No, no, they're like, this army's like, almost ready. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: surely it'd be pretty easy for someone to get some robes and a fake
0: lightsaber and be like, I'm a Jedi, hello! Yeah. So there are a couple big points. of, Yeah, that's all you need yeah. verification a of red, Jedi to wear robes. a robe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, by that logic, my grandpa could be a Jedi. My grandpa's dead. Uh, he never even wore. It. I guess he wore a bathrobe. Um, okay. So a couple big points that's of logic. Two weeks to attack in a row, you've here.
1: talked about your dead grandparents on this
0: podcast. Yeah. The, well, funny thing was they married to each other, and uh, and then they both died. No, I thought your grandmother wasn't dead. Well, we don't know. We don't know because I never saw him. Right. And to that point, my grandfather might not be dead either. Right. Um... Want uh, me to uh, cut that out? Or? No, no, no. No, no no No, okay, no, no, no. Okay. We're not cutting that out. Okay, Two big good. points of logic here. One, this is a planet of cloners. He makes it sound like, oh, that's the thing they're best at. When we get there, it's like all these little jets and houses look identical. You walk in through the first one. They're like, hi, welcome to our clone base. It seems like literally everyone on this planet, whether or not they want to, has to work in the field of cloning. Yes. That is their one business. Now, I mean, are okay. they always cloning armies, or is it usually like? That's
1: my big question. Someone with the comes communists. and they're like, I, "Hey,
0: I just want." What another. else do they do? <laughs> I want two dads. Can you? Is clone it just my dad? like
1: great? Someone puts an order and like they're like, "I need an army ten years from now." And they're like, Phew. "That's the thing." Thank God someone came in and placed an order for a galactic <laughs> army, or else we really we we don't have much to do.
0: It reminds me of, like, I met my my friend's stepdad. I met him, like, right after the economy collapsed. And I was like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a yacht salesman. And I was like, oh, boy. Right. That must not be a great business to be in right now. He's like, yeah, a lot of yachts being sold. Not a lot of people with the cash to buy a yacht. And he was like, but I'll pick up. He was like, "Uh, well, when the economy recovers, then I'll be back in business. And it's like, are they just that? Are they just like, well, you know, every once in a while you get a massive order Mm -hmm. that costs trillions, zillions of credits. right? And other than that, you're just like sitting around. One guy comes in. He's like, hey, my dog died. Can you clone my dog? And they're like, yeah, sure. And it takes five minutes. And the the guy walks out and he pays $40. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing. What is is, uh, propelling this? Huge infrastructure. We only see one building, but what we gather is that probably every building is also another building. They can build a galactic army. When why isn't this happening all the time? All the time.
1: One Jedi was able to make this order. Yeah. Like so like someone had the money to do it, one guy. So why doesn't another guy just go and you know what?
0: Make me an army too. Here's a, here's another thing. Like the know, logic of this is, is like it's beyond thin. Not to attack their entire business model, but also poor location. Yeah, right. The and ends of the earth. Yeah. Yeah, like. <laughs> Past the outer rim. The only way you're gonna find that is if you're a prospector. <laughs>
2: well, if and, you have a failing business, you're gonna have to set up outside of the universe, you know. The, oh my well, God. well, okay. So what was <laughs> what was we don't even know.
1: Is this legal? Is it not legal? Like no it's idea. never explored.
0: But they're not even in the records. No one even knows that this planet exists other than Dexter Jets or Helios because he was a prospector. Prospecting for what? For space gold? Is that why they're there? Because the only people who can afford them are the people who just found gold no. in a mine no, planet?
1: No, no. It doesn't make sense because it doesn't, like, it doesn't if, make sense. if this thing worked, then everyone would have armies all the time.
0: We, I'd have an army. You'd have an army. There would be lots of armies. For Ben's birthday, we'd give him three armies. Whereas this is presented
1: to us as a new, unprecedented, <laughs> no one's ever done thing this in the galaxy, like for yeah. the whole Republic to have an yeah. army. That's crazy. But, but these facilities
0: are humongous. They're, I believe that they can make the army, but it's like, why haven't they been doing it for decades? So they're explained to us like we genetically modify them, yeah. so they're super they're obedient, right? Yeah. Right. The, we can train them to do whatever we want. They'll follow orders. They grow it like an accelerated rate. We
1: see like babies. We see teenagers we through the we hallway, see and it's like we see yeah. a
0: bunch of little. Like we see essentially like a fetus plant. Like it yeah. looks from the Matrix when they're harvesting all the babies right. for batteries, but instead it's just like oh, this is just where we store the fetuses. Right. And you take like five steps down, it's a bunch of kids on a computer. Right, they're playing Mavis Beacon, typing, they're learning right. how to how to be people. And then it go a couple steps down, we got like the twenty somethings, and they're eating, and it looks like they're kind of gruff and whatever. Played by uh, Tamara Morrison, yeah, um, um, who
1: is a great uh, Maori actor from New Zealand. Um. And he'd been
0: in movies like Once Were Warriors and what else he's a great actor. He's he gives um an appropriate gruffness to this role. I mean he is genuinely menacing.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's in Speed 2 Cruise Control. Who, who, can, mm-hmm. who can forget? He's in Six Days, Seven Nights. A Couples Retreat? Limit. That was after the fact? That's after, he yes, in yes, yes. He was in Couples Retreat? He was great in Couples Retreat? Um, but, he really in couples mm-hmm. retreat. Um, but he is really great in Once Were Warriors, which, mm-hmm. have you seen that film? Yes. Um, You know, he's, he's yeah. terrifying in that Yeah, movie. no, he's a really good actor. Um, He's a little incongruous in this, again, because of the accent yeah you're like all right but you know he's good i like him and well, he's very brief once,
0: once again because like the first star wars film the phantom mass was shot in england so you have a lot of british characters. Yeah. Actors. so now we've
1: got a lot of right australian pacific calendar uh, oceanic Be- because those actors. are the people
0: closest easiest yeah, to right. cast you would have to fly them out but suddenly it's like why is everyone we're meeting this week yeah have right. the <laughs> have same australian accent? accents. Yeah, I mean, including New sort New accent. of the alien diner owner <laughs> Everyone other than that waitress in this movie who isn't a drink love? Every new character, yeah, 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 other than the waitress. No, I get you. Sounds like they're from Australia or New Zealand. This is
1: indisputable.
0: Yeah. Um. And so we're seeing the group, and they go, "Where, where do you, where do you get these clones from? Who is the original?" They go, "You know, the man, the man we clone them from." Uh, da 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 da, and he goes, "Wait, I'm sorry, back up. Who did you clone these people from? Who is the origin? You could pick anyone in the world, right?" So you go, "Who's the best fighter? Who's the greatest soldier of all time?" And also, like. Do you have to just have one guy? You can't have like kind of a multitude. Is, it, is the idea that it has to be just one guy over and over again? I don't think so. Wouldn't it be so much easier? Just be like if you can modify the genetics that much. Maybe it's like at this point it's on autopilot. Like they it's the presets and now it's just like we're keep on churning out. We got the one DNA sample, we're gonna keep on churning it out. Because who's this guy? And they go, Oh, right. Uh it's some bounty hunter. It's some crook, some low-level like. It's so
1: crazy. Sleez bag. But uh, insisted. Isn't that the idea? I- isn't it said
0: like DS was like Django Fett, That's your guy. Right. Which, which why? why? I have no idea. Yeah. It says well they they say DS, you know brought him to it said this is the guy and they say you know uh, in addition to be compensa- being compensated very well like they point out that he's being compensated very well right. He had only one other demand. He wants one clone for himself, but right. unaltered. Yes. No adjustments made that he can raise. Yeah. He wants to raise himself as a boy. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, if it was explored? Right, which it is not. <laughs> Were it explored, it would be cool.
1: But right, like, the idea must be, like, here's someone who obviously can't enter a romantic partnership. Yeah. Doesn't want to have a kid, cause there's two, but, like, what if he just had himself?
0: Yeah. This is kind of maybe the yaddle of the movie. I'm not saying that character is the yaddle, but I'm saying... This this I know son what you're whose name is B- Boba Fett. B- Boba, Boba, Bo- Boba, Bo- Boba. He also has yeah. a
1: little uh, New Zealand accent. Uh, yep. Who plays
0: him? Go on. Um, go on. He. Uh, that's kind of like. It's present. You're like, oh, that's maybe a movie I would watch. is a guy raising a clone of himself Right. on this weird planet, because they they br- he lives there. Yeah. They go, can I meet this guy? And they go, oh yeah, sure. He's got a room here. <laughs> So they're, like, walking past all these clones that look like him, and they bring him in, and it's just a back quarters. And he, it, this dude's now being paid so well, he's got a tiny room. It's really small. And he's still sort of just, like, they go, like, hey, where have you been? And he's, like, "Ah, eh, around. It's, like, wait, you're still a bounty hunter? Like, you've been paid so well. Yeah, why are you still a bounty Get hunter? Get out of the game. I <coughs> mean, Midnight Run is all about a guy who doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore.
1: And we know, by the way, at this point, that this is the guy who killed Sam Wessel, Right.
0: And and we find piece out very together, quickly.
1: I'm pretty sure we get it. We see him. He's a human being. Because we've heard his voice talking yeah. to Zam. I mean, it's, you know, the, the moment
0: that connects the dots is we see him. He's in just sort of like his classic yeah. fatigues. And uh, Obi-Wan starts asking him questions. And he whispers something to his son, Booba Fett, in like a some alien language. Yeah. And Booba Fett doodlefully. <laughs> Booba Fett. Uh, Boba? I okay. Yeah. Um, It's a new character. I'm not familiar with him. Uh, He dutifully runs down the hallway and hits a button, closing a closet, and we see that the thing on the other end of the closet door that has been closed is the armor. Right. The armor. That's right. The silver and blue armor. I forgot. Right. So then we're
1: like, okay. And then, again, in this noir fashion, but without any of the actual grist, Uh like, Obi-Wan and Django have this kind of, like, innuendo-filled conversation Uh where it's like, you ever been to Coruscant? And he's like, maybe. A couple of times.
0: Recently? Fairly. <laughs> How yeah. was it? Oh, he goes, what uh, uh, I, 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 we're there for some business. And he goes, was it successful? And he goes, fairly. Fairly successful. And like, by the way, no, it wasn't. No. It no, was it was bust. horrible. It was a huge <laughs> <true> bust. <laughs> he blew it. Yeah, he did a terrible job. Anyway. Maybe retire. I mean, not to harp on Midnight Run, which I think is uh, uh, just a a, like a platonic ideal of a yeah, movie. Great it's movie. like a perfect yeah, Fantastic film. movie. But the crux of that film is, oh man, being a Bounty Hunter sucks. Yeah. It's a terrible job. We all understand this is a terrible job. All De Niro wants to do is get that one big job. Right. That one big payout that allows him to start a restaurant. That's what he's always dreamed of. He wants to be Dexter Jester. To speak right. in terms that Attack of the Cloners will understand. Right. Our, our attack he heads. Our the, the, the cloniacs. Cloners. Um, he is a Django Fett who wishes he could become a Dexter Jester. And the second he gets that payout, it's like, that's what he's going to do. He's right. going to get out of the game. Right. Django Fett has hit pay dirt. But he's
1: he's not given up the old life.
0: No. But why? And he's got a tiny, know. shitty room. He we could don't get know a nicer anything. apartment. We don't know anything about this character, it's never explored. This guy kind of seems like a piece of shit, and I don't understand why they cloned him. Yeah. And he's like physically fit. Right. But also not the best human specimen in the world. But I,
1: I mean, that's how he's being presented to us, though. I think that's the idea. It's like, Here's Django Fett. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He'll work.
0: But even like they talk about how like uh, uh, Mace Windu is really powerful. In this movie, it's kind of set up. That's why that's Mace Windu's place within the Jedi hierarchy is that he's the most powerful force wise. They say that a couple times. They say like Yoda's the wisest, Mace Windu's the most powerful. Uh, right. He's like the best fighter. Right. Yeah. So if the Jedi's were actually the ones who asked for this army, they'd be like, oh, just get Mace Windu. That'd be pretty cool. Let's have a bunch of- An army of Samuel L. Jackson's. Right, and they all have the
1: Force. That sounds great. But you're forgetting. Oh, I'm not forgetting. This was done in secret.
0: That's why I said if. Right. If. Right. So they're like, "Sifo diaz 10 years ago, Jedi Master. He has this tense conversation with Django. He meets Boba, and he goes back to the Jedi Council, and they're like, we got no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Right. And they're like, is there any chance Sifo diaz did this 10 years ago? And they're like, no. Cause oh he's talking them through like hologram like, yeah 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 and he's it's still raining on the planet. he's like uh, 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 ah yeah, yeah. it's like a cold shivery and it's like yeah. just go back indoors like they've got a ton of space there uh, find a bathroom uh, I don't know do anything right um, but he says he's like uh, any chance and they're like no the timeline you're presenting I think Dias died right before that right oh oh and he says to Django he's like so what what's the deal with Dias and Jinko's like like, uh, Cypho, who is?
1: Yeah, he's like, uh, a guy called Tyrannus. Yeah. That's who set me up with this and he, gig.
0: And he's on, like, the Moons of Bougan or something. <laughs> and he says some silly nonsense. Fucking garbage. Bullshit. Right, he goes, a uh, man named Tyrannus from the Moons of Boogan. And he's like, what? So he goes to that and he's like, Tyrannus, sifo any of this that make any sense to you? And they're like, absolutely not. And instead of digging further into the mystery yeah. war, he, he fights Jango Fett. Right, he's like wanting to leave the planet, and then Jango Fett comes out in his armor now and starts shooting at him. Guns. It's kind, kind of a cool scene, I guess. Yeah, it's We've a never really, really seen battle. like Jedi
1: versus non-Jedi, like and yeah. like who's not like just a stupid uh, clone tro- uh, battle trooper.
0: Yeah, it is uh, so um, bogged down by shitty CGI. The rain. CGI
1: is really terrible.
0: Like, it's clear that the only thing that's real is cool the idea. floor that they're standing on. Right, yeah. And then the entire background, the planet CGI, the rain cool, is CGI, right. the they're wet. And, you know. It all, like, it doesn't have a lot of weight to it. It doesn't. But the actual fight itself, I guess, is well choreographed. It's, it's pretty good. Jango's cool. He's got a rocket pack. Jango's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, he's a cool guy. And he's got these, like, kind of Wild West ray guns, you know, that he, like,
0: kind he sort of... He's got two blaster side holsters, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he flips them off. They look real tight. Uh, tight's my word of the day. Um, um. But then, like, now I can't even fucking remember what happens after
1: that. I feel like after that, he 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 picks up the thread and goes to that other Mustafar. No, is it Mustafar? No, what's it oh, called? Let's look on my phone. Uh. What What's the What's the desert? Geonosis. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Geonosis. Yeah. Um. But I can't even remember like how he. Uh. After this attack from by Django Fett. Okay. Here we are. I guess he gets in his ship and flies away.
0: He gets some. Shib- they, oh right the and then Django just, uh,
1: chases him and there's that kind of oh, also right.
0: semi cool space <sighs> battle. He's got a really cool ship. Uh J- Django, Yeah. Yeah, his and, ship's and awesome. And Boba's refla- he's like Boba get it ready and Boba's like getting right the ship ready. And then they have this space battle where like they're shooting these
1: uh these uh, bombs that kind of like make no sound and then they go like
0: yeah. like these sort
1: of sonic bombs
0: it's sort of like he's in a minefield yeah. and you have to that's get through it pretty cool it. And, he, and, and Obi-Wan just barely slips away the
1: big problem is again it's all just CGI so it's sort of it's a little lacking but Ben Burt really carries it over the line because the, yeah, the, oh yeah. the bombs are so cool uh,
0: Ben Burt uh, voice of Wally that's true yeah I did the sound for Wally too but he's, he's a fucking G he's he, tight he's the best uh, he's Matt tight he's got tight pussy um, those are my two words today. And shaking his head, tight and pussy. Um, uh,
1: anyway, and then and then I guess Obi Wan goes to Geonosis and like gets captured.
0: Right, right. Because he's trying to. Why is this? He is ca- what I'm saying. Like, yeah.
1: there's this mystery thread. That's what. I, that's the only reason I'm following this. Like, there's a mystery thread. Yeah. Obi Wan kind of uncovers the clone army. It's so easy and to follow for a little while. You're he he getting captured.
0: piece of information after piece of information. He asks a question. He gets an answer. That's go ask this person. Right, and then that whole thing is thrown away.
1: And then it's yeah. Well, then it's just time for the final act. So Obi Wan right. just needs to be, I guess, imprisoned on the desert. On the it's not a desert planet. What is it? It's yeah, it's, like a desert. it's like a rocky
0: desert planet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's like another it's like desert a bug planet. planet. Yeah, <laughs> it's ruled uh, by bugs. Ruled by bugs. Yeah, um, we'll get to that. That's that's a whole another episode. But uh, just that episode will just be titled All That Shit That Happens on Genosis. <laughs> right. Because a lot of wacky shit happens on Genosis. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, it stops being easy to follow. And when he comes to the Jedi Council with, like, the biggest questions yet, they're like, well, we don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that sounds crazy. We definitely didn't. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is nuts. A clone army. Huh. And we paid for it? Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, none of us approved that, so. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and then... And then they're, like, tyrants, and they're like, yeah, don't know who he is. And uh, then, I yeah, mean... Just come back home. You and gotta do your laundry. And we'll get into this
1: more later, but then this just sets up the end of the movie where it's kind of like, they approve an army, and then it's like, well, it's right over here. Yeah. And everyone, no one apparently asked the question, like, excuse me, who are these people, and yeah. where did they come from, and what is this?
0: Yeah, and if you take off their helmet, they all have the exact same face. <laughs>
1: And they all, like, ship off into these giant ships that yeah. are, I guess, already existing. And, like, it's like, I mean, I understand that Palpatine's supposed to be sort of, like, pulling one over on the yeah. galaxy. But, like, was no one picking up, like, the receipts and being like, where did all of this shit come from? Well, and this is the craziest
0: thing to me, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> where did these people did come sifo from? Did sifo Dias pay up front? Quote, unquote, he, sifo well, Dias. He must have. The Kaminoans like, <clears> aren't,
1: <throat> yeah. like, excuse yeah. You were fifty percent uh, your deposit, but we're gonna need the other fifty percent. Who the
0: fuck is Sifo <laughs> <on> Dyas? <delivery? laughs> Who was this guy? I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> what a dumb name! Like the movie is presenting Sifo questions, Dias. and we're getting invested in trying to find out the answers, and then they the movie kind of like answered. right. So it's like was Sifo Dyas an alias that a bad guy was using? We know he was a real guy, but was someone pretending to be him, or was Sifo? D- okay, Sifo Dyas. Let's read about this. Uh, male human Jedi master. Cool.
1: Uh, Last decades of the Republic. Okay, uh,
0: so he's old guard kind of guy.
1: Secretly, he apparently he did it. This is Wikipedia, though. So They're you know.
0: saying he did it. So was he kind of in cahoots with the Sith? Was he just like a real like military aficionado? Was like you he, know what? I'm just gonna buy an army was, case. I ever yeah, he was convinced to do it by Dooku.
1: Um, and it does seem like, and we'll we'll get to Dooku later, obviously. But it does but feel it like, he, like was he was, he was
0: a young Jedi getting swayed by the the allure. Yeah, of, of an older Jedi saying, like, right.
1: hey, things are
0: bad. Like, we might need an army. The yeah. Jedi are getting weak. And he's like, you know what? You're right, I should do this. Uh, presumably Dooku gave him the money. I mean, it doesn't seem like Jedis are independently wealthy. Uh, uh, he,
1: he, uh, what's his name? This is all in the expanded universe, right. by the way. Again, this is never discussed nope. in the films. H- Hago Damask, aka Darth Plagueis. Okay. Who is Darth Sidious's like former da- master? Oh, okay. Uh he he provides the
0: funds. So but, but Sidious does doesn't from, like,
1: know that he's a Sith, I guess. Right.
0: Does he come from like a wealthy family? Yeah, he's did like he, a like, businessman. Yeah. He invented a good app. Like what did he?
1: <laughs> how did if, he, get- he 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 he's a businessman. He has a company called the da- Damask
0: Holdings. I I cannot tabulate how much. (laughs) Again, none of of this is in the movie. Yeah. But here's like, look, I don't need them to give me all of this, but I also- A little more. Well, I need to get some impression of who Sifo-Dyas was as a guy.
1: Maybe Dooku could later say like, ah, Sifo-Dyas was just a pawn, like I manipulated him like, you know,
0: into buying that army. Or even like he was killed 10 years earlier. Right. uh, You know, Jedis don't seem to get killed that often. I guess not. They're pretty peaceful. I mean, we saw Qui-Gon die, but it's like- extreme circumstances, um, I would love it if they were like, yeah, Sefo Diaz got killed. Weird circumstances. Also, he was acting really weird the last couple months of his life. Like, not, you know, even if it was that ham-fisted, if it was just kind of like setting up like, oh, that guy was, uh, something weird was going on there. Also, aren't they mind-reading Jedis? This is yeah.
1: what I always circle back to. I get that the Jedis could maybe, might be harder to read another Jedi, right? Because yeah. they also
0: have, yeah. Whatever. So, like, that's the thing. When, when How- Obi-Wan's doing that, like, Fucking like detective conversation, like playing coy with Django. He also could just be asking him, like, "Hey, some weather we got here, huh?" And then just reading his mind. <laughs> That's a good point. I you know totally what I'm saying? Forgot about that. He could just I go just... like, "So you see any good plays recently?" Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. just meanwhile be going, "This, like, guy, okay, is Jango Fett. this guy is Django Fat. This guy. This is the assassin. This is Django Fat."
1: Why don't they read fucking Zam Wessel's mind where they're
0: like, "Who sent you?" Yeah. And she's like, "I can't tell you." They're like, "Well, too late. We just now you're it dead. Out of your now brain. I can't read your mind." Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, to gets too scared off by her lizard face. Um, this movie's insane. It's really insane. This is an insane <laughs> This movie. is
1: the most insane plot concept in the film. There are yeah. probably more insane things that happen, but the idea that there's just a planet that makes clones and like did it in secret and provided yeah. you know, that is the craziest thing. That is the biggest leap of logic the film makes. And it I would say if like the, it's a
0: mile wide, the leap you have to make, it makes it like 10 feet across and then just falls into the abyss. That's being very generous. Yes, exactly. And this is the interesting middle section of the movie where we're going back and forth between two tonally very different films. Right. One of which is this clone mystery uh, detective uh, thriller Right. that then just dissolves into space battles. Oh boy. And the other... is. The, the romance, the yeah, romance, uh, and then at, la la. at the end of the movie, the last third, they just go like, eh, d- I don't care about either of those. We're just getting some crazy space. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're just like a, a gladiator battle with monsters and Jedi war and clone fighting and lightsaber fight. Like you know, and ah! that fucking C three
0: pos is going to do a Harold Lloyd routine. And and like, which, which is my favorite, the, we'll my favorite part of the movie. movie. But <laughs> it is fascinating. They set up these. Two, I forgot about that. They set up these two like really kind of clear <laughs> genre exercises and like, oh, we're putting different kind of genres in to the Phantom Menace universe. Right. And then they just go like, never mind, it's the same Phantom Menace bullshit. Yeah. We're going to do that stuff. Remember that crazy stuff that didn't make any sense? We're going to do a bunch of that again.
1: How much time have we spent, Ben? What's uh, our time about here? <sighs> Over an hour. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's, I feel. I think we've done well today.
0: Okay, so a little merchandise spotlight. Oh, exciting. A real one. I said there was a minor one with uh, uh, Jocasta now but not really worth talking about. I was talking about how these figures, they really tried to add... The, the, is it just, Are you doing the Kaminoans or Django or I'm, the cones? I'm I'm doing... Uh, I, I will tell you in just a second. All right. I'm trying to link the things to thematically what we talked about in that episode. So, um, you know, there wasn't as much in sort of terms of general merchandise, but... They did, in classic Phantom uh, Menace fashion, make an action figure of literally every character. Of course. So we do have the waitress here. I mean, she exists. Wow, she's got two drinks. Yeah, she got comes, the wheel. She comes at the stand because otherwise she wouldn't be able to balance, so it just looks like the floor. It doesn't speak, unfortunately. I would love like a deluxe talk. Was there
1: ComTech for episode
0: two? No. Or did they just abandon scrapped. Right. Just gone. Scrapped. Yeah. There was originally going to be like ComTech was going to be improved and there was going to be an improved base. Maybe they could make it a little smaller. (laughs) That was the idea. They were going to make them smaller. I found a whole... There's a website devoted just to ComTech technology. I believe it. And uh, like the great lost art of the ComTech. (laughs) Yeah. Replaced by everything else. Yeah. But but rather than have the ComTech reader, it was going to be that was just looked like the, um, the uh, communicator. fucking communicator, right. uh, common communicator, it was going to be like a base, and then you could put the figures of the context on it, and the lights and sounds would happen, it would look like they were fighting, and you get the dialogue. Like, they had big plans, yeah. and then all that went out the window. So they had to add in all these different play values. So as I said, a lot of them had action features, right? To sort of replicate what they did in the movie. But some of the characters who weren't super active there was, like, Collection 1 and Collection 2. And Collection right. 1 was, like, here are the Jedis. They're all going to have magnets and and lightsaber attacks and all these things. Collection 2 was, let's take the characters who are kind of boring and don't do anything and try to sell it like they're more exciting. So, Dexter Jetster, my favorite character, but not a very active one. He's a gruff guy and he talks, right? No, but he's cool. He rules. Cool look. Yeah. He doesn't rule. Uh, Coruscant informant. Uh, what they did was they would, for the characters who weren't active, give them whatever props they would like would have had in the movie, but then also like give him like force blasts like to make it look like they were active so Dexter Jester comes with the dart but also just comes with a couple knives he would use to chop up food but they have these weird like force blasts on them to make them look like it's like an extreme active like oh he's chopping away
2: I, what is a force? I'm Like so it confused. almost looks like a
0: motion blur. Like it's that blue oh, tingle thing. Oh, right. So it's like you'd put that on the weapon and it would look like he's like, oh, what an aggressive I don't job. think it would though. Anyway. No, it doesn't at yeah, all. Yeah, it right. just looks like he's got like string tied around. Right. Let me see if I can find the picture with, this is the best segment of the podcast because it allows me it's to show you pictures, pictures of things that no one can see. What yeah. is the other thing? It just you... looks, okay.
1: Oh, that's so stupid. It's just
0: someone put lightning around a knife to yeah. make it look like it's moving. It doesn't yeah, it look looks like, like it's lightning. moving. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, but he looks so stupid. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. <laughs> and it's like, how do we make a, uh, a, just a fat guy who owns a diner exciting to kids? Let's make it look like his knives. He
1: is a four armed
0: giant frog man. He looks is rad. Is that not excitement enough for you? Well, that's you? the thing. If you like maybe, I mean, look, I loved him. All he right. was my favorite character from the get What's the other character? You He's also a restaurateur. That's so, true. I mean, that's some kids want to be cool. chefs. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool stuff. Um, this, this is the one I'm very confused by. Okay. Uh, I understand sometimes they want to add a little feature make it yeah, look more make exciting that it was fun. in the movie. But this is going so far out of canon. They made an action figure of uh, Bo- 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 Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba. Yes. Uh, Jango Fett's son. Uh, yeah. The one. Who has the tragic end. Right. Uh, Jango has a tragic end. Well, and Boba picks up his head. Right. It's sad, right? Yeah. Uh, so Boba, the action figure. Uh, Lil' Boba. He's wearing like his uh, poncho, like his rain slicker. Sure. Right? But then the accessories he comes with make no gosh darn sense, okay? Boba Fett comes with Jango Fett's helmet. Sure. Uh, is that supposed to be his decapitated head? Maybe. Decapitated So you he can pick father? it up
1: and look at it sadly. But then he also- A lot of people pointed out it makes no sense that
0: he picks up and that Jango Fett's head doesn't just fall out of the helmet. That's the immediate thought. Like yeah. why is- does he super glue the helmet on? <laughs> Why is the head staying? <laughs> let's in not there? think about it. He also comes with a rocket pack. Okay, like Django has with blast coming out of it. Okay, so he's basically just a young Django Fett. Yeah, but like, this never happens in the movie. Look, Boba Fett's just some nice kid. Why are you saying, "Oh, let's put a helmet on and give him guns"? You're and a assuming rocket
1: pack. an awful lot about Boba Fett that he's going to turn to a life of bounty hunter crime.
0: The action figure company is. I know, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing to support that within the body of the film. Well. He's Griffin, just some sad kid who doesn't have a dad. There's a lot of expanded universe stuff, you know? Yeah, but you're you're informing kids' play patterns now. <laughs> you're telling them, hey, you want to play a Boba Fett? He's got guns. He's got a rocket pack that snaps into his back. You put the helmet on his head, and now he's going to become like his dad, a degenerate criminal who will die in the line of battle. Now, to be fair, do you, you know, like. I don't like that implication. He's just a nice boy. Let him live a nice life. All right. All right. What were you going to say? No, I'm not going to say
1: anything. No, say what? it. Well, I think the Mandalorian armor yeah is looks like that. It doesn't always mean you're a bounty hunter.
0: Okay, but you still. You just have that helmet. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, look, his dad got so much money. Yeah. He's about to inherit all of that. Go That's do what true. you want. Everyone everyone should just start a restaurant. Everyone in the Star Wars Camino universe could just probably start a use a restaurant. It could use a good restaurant. Oh, jeez! Because they show they, they show the cafeteria and it looks really bad. It all looks right. like bland and dull. It's just and the one.
2: same food every time. Yeah, just you, keep repeating you know what it is it.
0: It's it's Django fed meat. Yeah, they just they <laughs> just we got a, a few spares, so let's just, just grind that one up. Yeah, oh it's just Django <laughs> nuggets. Yeah,
1: it's like if they're defective, like maybe yeah. it's like one in every ten thousand, like is missing an arm or something. So yeah. like, all right, just turn that one into slop. Yeah. All right. Is there any other merchandising spotlight that you wanted to show me?
0: Oh, no, I mean I think I did. I, uh, no, you did Jokasta a Jakasta Nu, Jakasta Nu wearing the camino. She comes with a bust of Count Dooku, as seen in the background of the library. Did they have like Fan a, Did they have like a romance? Maybe. Maybe that's implied. I don't age, know. Age appropriate. Uh, Dexter Jetster has lightning blasts yeah, lightning around blasts his uh, knives. Yeah, and and Jango Fat uh, comes with all these weapons. Uh, all right. What I'm saying is, I don't understand what they're getting at with these toys. I don't even know if they know what they're getting at. Nah, they're just shooting in the dark. The toys just got to be cool. Got to be cool. Ben, final thoughts? It's your birthday.
2: Oh, man. Well, kids, uh, you know, try to enjoy your 20s because uh, it's all downhill from here. Uh, I've been told 30 is better than ever.
0: Oh, okay. Have you, I mean, how have the last 16 hours of your life been? Um, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. You seem excited. good.
2: I'm I'm fine,
0: yeah. I know you're feeling like the existential dread, but you also, like, it all feels like it's going all right. No, yeah. Things are good. You're Things fucking, are good. You're fucking producing Attack of the Podcast. That's true. That is true. David and Griffin. You know what? Griffin and David present. I keep putting my name first. I always actually put your name first, Aww. too, when I describe it to people.
2: You're right. Yeah. I should be looking up. I mean, I'm producing this great Star Wars podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So And you love Star Wars. I, it's great. So, so good.
0: good. Two of your favorite movies. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah, love them. Yep. Yeah. It's so good. But final thoughts. Uh I just uh, yeah, just did not deliver. <laughs> did not deliver on this if they're gonna go for the detective thing, come on. Yeah. Like
0: yeah, go no, for it. They they do not It's go an investigation
2: far with it. where no nothing's really answered. Yes. Yeah. Sure.
0: They give us bigger questions and or, then they just yeah. go like, Well, I guess we can never find out. Right. That's it. And then, yeah, and then when the army comes in at the end, oh, God, you're so lucky. David just packed. David just got a really cool card in the Star Wars Card Trader yes. app, which, by the way, continue uh, sending us trades if you want. I'm, I'm Griff Lightning on I'm, the app. I think I'm David L. Sims. I believe sure. so. And Ben is not on it.
2: No. Shocking.
0: <clears throat> um, but, yeah, thanks for listening.
1: Oh, totally. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. We'll hear you'll rom- hear
0: you'll hear us next week. We're probably going to talk about the romance. Next I think week, so, right? and then we got we got a season full of guests ahead of us. So we're uh, going to talk about that. that once we go off mic. Yeah, I'm excited. And, and please continue to tweet at Timothy C. Simons Please is he Twitter. getting Twitter abuse? I don't know. I hope he is. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I could do with some Twitter abuse. He's a good man, but he's got to be taken down a peg. <laughs> I've become obsessed with taking people down a peg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tim's a great man. Take him down a peg. Uh, fucking abuse him on Twitter. Tell him to be on the podcast. Great. And as always, keep cloning dembros.